The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 157 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. Starting December 13th, the inaugural Oklahoma Film Festival is taking place, hosted by the Oklahoma Film Society. Here to talk about all the fun things going on that weekend is co-founder Kevin Tudor. Kevin, welcome. Howdy. We are so glad to have you. Now, tell us about this film festival i was trying to describe to my wife she says it's the inaugural film festival she goes but we've had film festivals before i said yes but this is the this is the society film festival talk to us about that um well i guess i'll talk about just how it got set up and then i'll go into the details but um um the actual founder of oklahoma film society is alex palmer and uh he just came with me the idea and, and he was like um we recently were you know showing movies at the venue in the in the plaza district and that fell through. And uh, before that, they were showing movies at the Paramount, but the, um, the management changed. But now it's with somebody else, so now we're there monthly. And so we pretty much just have fair reign whenever we want to do stuff there. And he was like, well, we can do stuff at the Paramount. We can do stuff at, we do stuff at Artspace. We do stuff at 21C. He was just like, why don't we take advantage of that and yeah. you know, yes. do a film fest and then that's pretty much how I did it. He just asked me and I was like, sure, I'll do all the posters. I'll promo mm-hmm. it and I'll do all that and I'll reach out to people. And awesome. it was, can, can it you was, name names? Can you tell who that is? That person? Who? Would you prefer to keep that person's name? What, quiet? Which person? The person that said, you know, that. Oh, Alex, Alex, Alex Palmer. Alex Palmer. Is he's, Al- the, he's the is founder. Alex at the Paramount? Of, no, 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 no. He's just the person at the Paramount. No, um, she is Elizabeth. I don't remember her last name, okay. but okay. they we'll also. They also do stuff with VHS and Chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're I've getting, getting a lot of so stuff there. Cool. But um, yeah, it was, I think it was the end of, or maybe middle of October, you just came up with the idea. And then by the end of October, we had pretty much everything ready to go. And then of this year? Yeah. Yeah. How do you get a film festival together in two months? That's easy. Oh my. We already got the it's venues. All, all, we had, all we had to do was just ask. And yeah. they were like, sure, we have a date. And. That right. is, he's like two words no. well and yes. you know i think it also helps that there's a want for it in oklahoma mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh which it's just it, because we we're trying to reach out we're trying to reach out to the artistic groups we're trying to be that but it's it's no one's really and i guess no one's really stepping forward i think was really the problem and that's so when someone steps forward it's really easy for things to fall into place oh, True. yeah there's yeah. there's plenty of even um i'm a film student at ou and there's plenty of people that are just like i wish there was more film stuff mm-hmm. and it's just like well that's where most people lie it's just wishing but then all it takes right. is 
somebody else to do something and there it is that is so yeah. true and so now you've got uh it's the 21c paramount and there was an art space, art space. um which are all down here on film row mm-hmm. and uh just really exciting uh, it's, it's hard to gauge how many people you're expecting but any kind of idea no idea. Um, the biggest crowd we had was uh, when we did our horror fest, and I think it was the first time. Yeah, it was our first showing back at the Paramount, and every seat was filled, and it was just awesome. But um, the good thing is, if we're just doing this here, and we we have limited space, so people are going to have to arrive early. Um, if we do that, then we can eventually go to other places and be like, we had everybody there, there was no empty seats and we had people trying to get in. So would you like to host it for this year? So that always, but being that it's also the inaugural, it's also free Mm -hmm. so we can get more people out and see if there is a demand for it and then start to grow within the years. Free is a really good price. Yes. Uh, I, I, and also we've done this show now for almost four years ourselves. And so we've had a lot of the festivals that would, they were either fly by night one, not one time, one time only, you mm-hmm. know, it's the ones that I see that come back for the second or third years are huge. They're massive. And I think it's because a lot of times vendors don't necessarily want to buy in the first time, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. when you come back a second year, when you come back a third year, then you start really seeing seeing the growth from, oh, yeah. from year to year. Yeah. Why would investors want to invest in something if they right. don't see that it's going to be here for a while? Exactly. So, yeah. And they want numbers. You oh, know, yeah. They want yeah. an idea. So, um, what was that? I don't just know. What's going to go on? Yeah. Where do, and and <laughs> how do we find out more? Um, you can find out more just on our Facebook page, um, which is Okla Film Society. Um, we also have a bit.ly. It's just bit.ly slash capital OF or OKFF18. And that'll take you That's there as well. Um, that'll have all the details. Um, but just to break it down, it's going to be December 13th through the 15th, and that's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And Thursday is Paramount. We're going to be opening doors at 7 p.m., and then at 7.30, we're having uh, Kyle Roberts' short film, The Grave. And then at 8 o'clock, we're going to be showing Mickey Reese's new film, Strike Your Dear Mistress and Curious Heart. Oh, nice. wow. And then after that, we should be having a director's Q&A. Now, also awesome. on that night, uh, the Paramount has a second floor where they have a bar. So if we get sold out, we're also going to be having a uh, film networking event up there as well. So we don't have to, you know, turn away people. Nice. So either if you can get in or if you're not, you're still going to be around film. Yeah. Um, so, and then the, sorry. Go no, ahead. go. Okay. No, no. Uh, and then Friday, the 14th is going to be at the Paramount again. Um, doors at seven, and then we're going to be showing um, the Jurassic Games, which was huge at Dead Center. Yes, I um, that yeah. And then I, for that, I don't believe we're having a networking event up top, but we're still figuring that out. But and then Saturday is our big day where we're going to have two different venues um, at two p.m. at Art Space at Entitled. The doors will open, and then at two thirty, we're going to be showing. Um, a movie that's only shown w- once in Oklahoma, all by Oklahoma filmmakers. It's called Mono. It yes. has five different directors. Um, and after that, we're going to have, hopefully all the directors will be there and the lead actress for a Q&A. Um, and then after that's done, um, we're going to be there from two to five. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody wants to hang out until five, we can have a, a another little networking event. And then at 7 o'clock, we're going to be at 21C Museum Hotel. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the doors will open at seven, and then at seven thirty, we're going to be showing LaRon Chapman's <gasps> award-winning movie *You People*. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then after that, a director's Q and A, and then after that, an award ceremony. Very cool. It's so funny because we <laughs> we started out this year uh, doing uh, our, what one of our shows at the beginning of this year was with the makers of Mono. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had LaRon Chapman, and we had a whole. That was big, massive. Yeah, we had was... like nine people on this panel. Yeah, that was a um, party yeah, in this school It's a wonderful, uh, wonderful show, and great filmmakers mm-hmm. here in Oklahoma. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's that's what we wanted to do. We didn't want it to be um, like open up Film Freeway and have a bunch of people submit right. stuff. We just wanted to, you know, showcase all that Oklahoma filmmakers have been doing this year. Kind of like a little victory lap before they go on to 2019 and start working on more stuff. That's so we also just wanted it to be free for all of that so the people that couldn't see you people at other screenings yeah. or they didn't pay to see Strike Dear Mistress at Rodeo, like everything's going to be free. So just come on down, get there early so uh-huh. that you can get a seat. If not, we're still going to be having networking events so you can be around like-minded film people. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's fantastic. So it's not, it's for film lovers, but it's also really for those, uh, those people who really want to get their foot in the door. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you want to talk to people, like how do you, how did you get your film made? I'm Oklahoma filmmaker. That's we're gonna have plenty of Oklahoma filmmakers mm-hmm. that you know you've heard of their stuff this year. Get to talk to them. Hopefully, go out and do your own thing. Yeah, I don't think there could be a better year for this to start. Yeah, because of the fact that there are it, it's it it's it a it's a burgeoning industry in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's everywhere else it's been huge. But, oh, yeah. And, and Oklahoma's been fairly decent. Uh, sadly enough, they've cut a lot of their, their the, the tax breaks they were giving to bring in uh, talent from outside the state. But for a while, they were doing fairly well. Uh, the Compete with Canada Act actually brought in a lot of talent. But only seemingly within the past few years has it been a, a, an emphasis on the local filmmaker, mm-hmm. which right. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so tell me, is that what is the Oklahoma Film Society for people who don't know what that is? What is that um, about? It's just um, it's a, a thing that Alex Palmer made where he just screens movies once a month, free screenings. Um, now we're at the Paramount, and yeah, it's pretty much just getting people together, showcasing movies that they wouldn't see, maybe not everywhere else. You know, get people out. People want to be around. You know, other film people so sure. it's mm-hmm. it's half seeing the movie with other people that you know are in is just as invested as you and then be able to have you know conversation afterwards yeah it's appreciating film too mm-hmm. not necessarily the big blockbuster but the yeah. true artistry of film mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you work in the film industry is that how you or or no um i am a film journalist okay. but not uh trying to be a filmmaker right or anything yeah like that. No. so i mean that's an important it's, that is yeah very, you're a film important. journalist what do you do, do you, yeah. where do you work um i currently write for daily grindhouse writing about horror movies there uh-huh. and nice. uh previously i was writing for red dirt report oh, yeah. still kind of periodically working there um, them. Yeah. yeah and then yeah just any place that will accept my words <laughs> so uh so saying you work for grindhouse and you had mentioned horror before is do you have I mean this is a, it's kind of a jerky question but do you have a favorite genre and is it horror or um it's one of it's definitely up there um I went through a huge horror movie phase pretty much all this year really um, what were some of your favorites <sighs> that's hard I know I can say which like some of my favorites you? right now yeah. cool. but as Go. far as like a um Blair Witch Project's my favorite awesome um, 
Where's my tattoo? Um, oh, do you have oh, a tattoo? Dude, oh, okay. And then um, Might need to take a Black Christmas, which we're screening on Tuesday. I saw that. It's a classic. Yeah. Which one? What? I'm sorry. Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, it, got a, it got a big mention in Eli Roth's History of Horror. They yeah. Talked, they talked about how important it is. Um, we're also screening that at the Paramount on Tuesday um, with VHS and Chill for free. Nice. Um, oh, goodness. So um, I mean, Halloween. I love Halloween. Oh, yeah. The, the classic. Um, the, the last girl. My Bloody big Valentine thing. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. I'm sorry. I hate to put people on the spot. I tell you, but I, I just was, wanted an idea. If, like, if I had a list up, I'd be able to so rattle many. them down, but it's hard yeah. to... Yeah. Yes. In, 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 uh, in 1984, I think it was, I actually went to the movie theater and saw Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I lied to get my, my to get in. I was I, too young to actually be able to uh, get in to I see that. I have a fun little trivia fact about that movie. You want to hear it? Oh, yeah. Go for it. So the guy that dragged Johnny Depp to that uh, the the casting call like he just went Johnny Depp actually just accompanied his friend oh, really? Jackie then, Earl Healy yeah who really? went on to play Freddie in the remake that made yeah. it super weird yeah um, and, he played Rorschach yeah yeah and the new one they they have some things and then apparently but, yeah. um, Wes Craven the director of that had a bunch of um, um, what do you call it uh, pictures of headshots, pe- headshots. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a bunch of headshots of people that would go on to play Johnny Depp's character and apparently his daughter chose Johnny Depp because he was so good looking. Nice. So. Yeah, everybody thinks 21 Jump Street launched his career, but no. Nope. And, nope. And it's that so dying in the dream it's, thing. It's still people who don't realize when I when they're talking about Johnny Depp and they oh, he's so wonderful. I said, so, did you ever see him in Nightmare on Elm Street? And they're like, right. he was not. And I'm like, he was yeah, 12. Yeah, he was dragged down into the bed. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. Right? But what I think, that, the Jackie or Haley thing I thought was particularly funny. So yeah, well, that's that a spoiler. Is it that a spoiler? It's, I don't know. It's, no. It's like, it's like 35 years old. Yeah, you know? yeah right. Oh, he Oh, yeah, yeah, he does die. Yes, so, he does. Yes. Going back Because it, it's step. not unusual for someone to die in a horror film. Most people do. And then, of course, that one of the things I loved about Nightmare on Elm Street was that was that was the before it really... A lot of times, some of the horror films go too much into, I guess what it's called, uh, like... Backstory? Uh, the, no, the, the, uh, the 80s, for some reason, had these horror films that were like, I just... They just seemed kind of childish. They were never... Mm-hmm. They, they never... They didn't... They didn't so much scare so much as try to titillate. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, shock. And, I mean, yeah. yeah. After, Slasher were, after, yeah. Yeah, after Halloween, everybody tried to rip it off, and then they were unable right. to get yeah. anywhere close to Halloween. <laughs> genius. Yeah. Well, yeah. But and, yeah, like the first <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street is a legitimately horror film, and then eventually scary. gets <laughs> trickled down right. a little bit. But yeah, that first one is great. Mm-hmm. I love the third one, and I love New Nightmare. Yeah, nice. and I love Robert England, but yeah, oh, eventually, oh, eventually Freddie became more... Goofy. Then, He's a comedian, then, yeah. which shtick. those even as bad as they are, I still watch them. Yeah. Yeah. They have their charm. Robert England delights me. But like, a good, a good. Wonderful. He wants to come back and do one more. I, I hope he does. And so and does fixes um, that whole mess that Jackie Rahili yeah, movies made because that that's gross. That was not fun rewatching. That's gross that on year. a whole new level. And also Heather Langenkamp, who's also from Oklahoma, who played uh, Nancy. She wants to come back too. Nice. So. Oh, I'd love After to see After Halloween that. made such a big smash, like start revamping I'd some slashers. I'd love to see like yeah. older middle-aged Freddy. Yeah. So, that'd, yeah. That'd be <laughs> going, <laughs> going back, I would love to. Going back a step, VHS and Chill, can mm-hmm. you tell me about that? Um, tell us about that. Um, that is uh, my friend Sean. He does that. He's also the manager at the Rodeo Cinema. But cool. before that, mm-hmm. he just... Um, was just showing movies on VHS in his garage and started getting so much people that they started doing events at places. And uh, we actually partnered up with him at the 
IAO gallery mm-hmm. and we were doing some midnight screenings. I saw that. So we were what? collaborating with that, and now we're collaborating this month with him to show Black Christmas. Awesome I think Brandy yeah. McDonald did a uh, feature piece on him yep. yeah. in, in the Oklahoman, which mm-hmm. I was like, she also, what is this? Yeah, what she is also, this thing that I should know about? She did that feature about, yeah. Yep. She's all about it. Go um, Bam. Which is exactly how I found out about the Go Bam, we love you. Yes. Um. So what's Sean's last name? That's a good I'm question. sorry, I keep hitting you on I'm very bad like, with names. I understand that. Same, I understand that life. We'll look it up. Sean Peel. There it is. Look at you. And and yeah, I, I just I love the idea of, of going back to some of these old VHS. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember having a VHS. It wasn't that long ago, and there's still really good movies. It, it's still so much bad. It's still bad, bad when I when I go to drop off a DVD too. I always think, okay, did I rewind? Oh no, wait a minute, I don't right. have to do that. It's a DVD. That was a real thing. It's kind to rewind. Be kind. Be Please kind. rewind. Rewind. What do you um, do? You have a guess on what is the last VHS Ooh. they massively manufactured? No, I'm what? betting it was probably an adult film, but. Go ahead. <laughs> Massively, like yeah, in, it is oh, not in stores, mastery. not behind B. I have a, I have a story about that. Go ahead. Um, a history of violence. Really? Yes, that I believe that was. That's the movie came out, I believe, in two thousand six, and the VHS was two thousand seven. Is that Bigo? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Bigo Morton. Yeah. Um, David Cronenberg. Yes, that's right. That's why yes. I care, Cronenberg. Oh, yeah. And that was I. I just I, you know, for a while there, I was it was really bad. I I I, I had a VHS. I had v- VHS tapes and never, and I, my VHS player died, you know, years mm-hmm. earlier. So I had a ton of them. Finally, just ended up throwing them away because there's just no, you know, and they're, you they're could, cool as like little nostalgia pieces. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Half price books, I'll buy them. Oh, well, well these were so bad that they, they were not. Yeah, also, were not one of my favorite horror movies, which nobody else on the planet will say, is Anaconda from '97. Nice, Ice Cube. I don't think yes. Oh, oh my gosh, yes, I do okay. remember that. As soon as you it gets, gets me in That the was door. like one of my first horror movies, so it always sticks with me, and I still love it to this day. Piranha, Is that Piranha. the one where they were the, the guy was swimming in the river, and they said, don't don't urinate in the in the river because stuff will fly? What, or maybe that was something else. Maybe something else. It was because like little This is CGI gigantic actually, snake, uh, ice cube. But That's there all is a part where Eric Schultz has to go into what? the water oh, that was it. because it, there's a rope around it, and yeah. he says the worst thing I fear is a kangaroo a cue, which goes into your urethra and fuses that was to bust. That is, but he actually gets a wasp that's in the air that's in his air container, which John Voight put there so he can... You know, put the boat down the river, grab the snake. Yeah, they had because John Boyd is a terrible person, even in movies. The the, what do you call it in the neck thing when they when they cut open the neck? uh, The tracheotomy. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so yeah, no, that yes, I do remember that movie. Wow, it's amazing how much I remember that movie. I I like Piranha. Of course, if you know, Corman, course, not if, the if, remake. If, uh, that's the sign of a good horror film is if you remember it. If you remember those scenes that made you cringe, that's the sign of a good horror movie. Why do you think they keep upping the Why edgy? do you yeah. think snakes terrify me twenty years later? Like because it's the most common human fear. Yeah, it really is, is actually. Is but yeah, it is. Have, have I would, f- I would think public speaking is number. Two. Yeah, I was gonna say public speaking or dying. Yeah. Uh, Which Jerry Seinfeld's joke says they'd much rather be dead than given the eulogy. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's right. Heptophobia? Uh-huh. Like number one human yeah. fear. Wow. Public speaking is number two because being singled out from your group is deaf. Used to huh. when we lived in. See, I have no problem with public speaking. No, me neither. <laughs> it's weird because I'm more shy, like one on one. Yeah. Put me in front of a group and I'll say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more fear meeting people at a party. That's actually more. Oh, than same. Small talk. That's my fear. <laughs> So okay, so you got so you got this film festival, um, and you actually mentioned Dead Center, and I, I just wanted to. This is not trying to replace Dead Center. No, no, no. Talk to talk us about that. 
Um, one thing that we're very surprised at is that nobody's ever taken the name Oklahoma Film Fest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we were just like, why don't we call that? Because that's easy branding and easy to remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's room for many a film fest. I'm also a part of the Norman Film Fest that happens in September. I'm a judge for them as well. Um, I mean, more movies is more movies. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. They all they have different types of movies. Mickey Reese's movie wasn't at Dead Center. It also wasn't at Norman Film Festival, but you can see it at the Oklahoma Film mm-hmm. Festival. So yeah. oh, I think there's plenty of room in this pond. And Dead sure. Center serves a very specific... Well, I mean, it's so huge, oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. And two, it serves a very specific purpose. And I mm-hmm. think there's plenty of other things to explore. And we're good friends with all of them. And oh. they're also at the Paramount as well. Mm-hmm. So we're sister groups with them. Love so, them. Yeah. yeah. Now, what was your criteria for picking the films and who got to pick them for your festival? Um, pretty much it was Alex and me. Um, I mean, it was a no brainer who we should pick just the ones that had the most buzz of the year. So Jurassic games was huge, huge at dead center. Um, Mickey Reese's movie has been big. It's only been at a, maybe I think the rodeo was the only time it's premiered here. So I do believe. I mean, it premiered at Fantastic Fest as well. Um, and then you people has just been getting all the awards it goes yeah. to. So, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. cool. So, yeah, It just seemed like a no-brainer about these films. Oh, gotcha. Very easy. Yeah. Gotcha. And um, let's see. Well, you, knew Mon- you mentioned Mono also. Yeah, Mono. Yeah. I mean, I really wanted to show that, and I told yeah. Alex about that because that's only been screened once, and it's very kind of hard to screen it because it's technically like five short films, but they're all connected. So the directors were like, should we split them up? Should mm-hmm. we show it as a film? So it'd be great to show that for the second time because I really liked that when that premiered at the Tower. Yeah, How did you get to see it? All in one or? All in one at the Tower, yeah. Cool. That's Jacob Layton Burns and, yeah. uh, and all those guys who he's uh, our, he's our come down and, and see us. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was, it was wonderful. And uh, just, again, it's just about showcasing this art that we love here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these incredibly talented people yeah. who are working in this industry. I mean, I know that can be done directly. In my family's in the film industry. And then, I mean, I know. And the so more people many. that are knowing about that uh-huh. and know that you can actually do it means that there's going to be more filmmakers, which means film culture in Oklahoma can grow. Yeah. So. yeah. And competition makes for good. Good products sure. too. I mean, not competition. We're not at a point where we're competing. I mean, that's a good, well, competition as in as the fact in, that you're trying to make your make yourself better, better than what you've right. seen before. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what I, that's just what I mean. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what kind of um, what kind of things are? are you, you said you're doing an award ceremony at the yes the last night um, or the last yeah evening. What on the Saturday night? What kind of awards are you going to be giving? Um, best actor. Maybe mm, I don't know about, but we're still nailing that down. But okay. definitely best best feature, best director. I think there's going to be about four or five. Okay, cool. And, and like it's... best first feature, I think that was one. Best editing was another one. So about four or five, maybe six. Awesome. And judges, how many? Just um, just me and Alex. Yeah. Nice. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And how did you get into like? What did you did you have a particular course of study that led you to studying film, or is it a passion you've always had? Okay. Um. <laughs> let's see. Um. I can nail it down to. I was always big into film. I never really went that far into it. Like I loved my indie movies and I loved mm-hmm. all of that, but it was it always seemed like I would hit a wall and there would just be like, okay, well, I saw this new one and this new one, so I guess I'm good until this new one comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's say I believe it was 2014 when I found out of this app called Letterbox, and that's where you can log movies and see where other people are watching, and it's just a great way to be able to see 
new stuff and find new stuff and stuff like that. So once I did that, it became like just watching so much stuff and it just becomes almost like almost like kind of not really a game but it's just like you'll be able to find new stuff and mm-hmm. then once you find this one and there's this person that's in this and it just keeps growing and growing so there was that and then i got my first um journalist job um for o triple c i was writing for their newspaper there and i didn't the pioneer yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't gonna be my alma mater <laughs> i wasn't gonna be um I wasn't there to be like, oh, I'm going to write about film because that was before that I was writing about like self-care stuff. So yeah. completely different stuff. Dude, you, the things you fall into doing. Yeah, we, we're <laughs> yeah, both journalists. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, we then, understand. Yeah. And then it just I just kept kind of getting into that. I got into like the press list so I could go to press screenings mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it that wasn't even that was just like, oh, I can do that. And then I can write an article. And it wasn't didn't really become like a passion. Mm-hmm. But I started, I believe it was January twenty. 16 or 2017 yeah 2017 when i started there and then by april i went to tribeca film festival to cover that That's so awesome. it went from and this that is not being a, my niche to right, being to this being hey we're gonna yeah. send you to a really big deal is this yeah a triple c yeah and awesome. then the month before i went to tribeca i joined red dirt report so i covered cool. tribeca for red dirt report and then nice. ever since then it's there's some, it's, that's my thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, it's amazing when you do find your jam. Oh, yeah. Um, was, was Scott Carter there? Yep. Okay. I was, yeah, Scott is a dear friend of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma um, at the Capitol, worked with him at the uh, State oh, Capitol, yeah. and uh-huh. uh, worked with him with uh, Society for Professional Journalists, SPJ. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's a great, great professor. Yeah. So, Once yeah. When I was there, my major was journalism. When I transferred to OU, it was still journalism. Mm-hmm. And then after a semester, I was like, oh, it was journalism with a minor in film studies mm-hmm. cool. because I was like, well, if I get journalism, you know, that's more broad. I can get a, this type of job or whatever. And mm-hmm. then the next semester, it was English for like a week because I was like, oh, I can get a yeah. broad. I was like, but I'm not staying up until 3 a.m. reading about Walt Whitman. Like, it's not my thing. <laughs> not, especially like, not I'm doing deadlines. that about film. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, just make that my major and just yeah. push everything into it. So are you now a film major? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. What's your, do they, does it break down in the specialties? Like, what do you mean? Maybe like f- technical and like, oh, oh yeah, there definitely, like def- definitely is. Mine is film and media studies cool. and then they have, okay. you know, like actual film Like the making. practical making. Yeah. Okay. And I haven't, I haven't taken any of that. So yeah. it's mostly just like film history. I've taken French cinema, um, film history from inception to 1960, 1960 to present, writing about film. So. Nice. There's there's a lot of there's not that many film majors there, but mm-hmm. it's great to be in that kind of community where we're all really big on it. Right. See, I always worried that if I took classes like that, it would ruin me from ever actually enjoying a film ever again. It's because <laughs> you'd be just. It's kind of hard. Yeah. Like, um, I was just talking to my girlfriend about that, where it's it's very hard for me to, like, get sucked in like I used to. Because I'll be sitting there and be like, oh, that's that person. That reminds me of this person who was in this movie. And then five minutes have gone and I don't remember what's going on. Yeah. So, and then add on to that. I'm just like, oh, it's that camera angle. What they did mm-hmm. with that. And then they did that. And then it's in this focus. And then, you know, sometimes I can get really sucked into it like I used to. And sometimes it does that where I have to keep like rewinding it and whatnot. So I still really enjoy it. I mean, and definitely don't say that I do. I try to, I watch 
more movies than I can even imagine I did a few years ago. But yeah, there is there is that, but it doesn't ruin it for me. Right. I yeah, still no. I still have the passion for it. That's it's still enjoyable. True. That's one of the problems when I became an actor. I would my I would just I, one of the problems is you go to see a film and you're no longer sometimes you're not really enjoying the film so much as you're judging the people who mm-hmm. are on the screen and oh, how yeah. they how they're doing that. What are why are they using that in the character? Why are they choosing to to be that way? And and then you watch them cross bridges and you go, oh wow, that's you know mm-hmm. wonderful. The director allowed them to to have time to do that mm-hmm. you just, it's the things you mm-hmm. think about and I'm the storytelling one because like oh that was such a good like plot device like that mm-hmm. is so clever because I'm and I'm we're all annoying to watch movies within our own way but <laughs> yeah like, like I'm a storytelling one so I'm yeah. like I wonder why they you know but it doesn't diminish it for me. If anything, when a film just sweeps me away, then I know they are doing everything right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like they are not missing a single mark where I'm like huh you know so maybe it just makes for your you know Maybe it makes you a It makes you curator. more appreciative, but it doesn't it doesn't diminish. Yeah. That's all. true. No. Yeah. And well, I can also watch your crapster piece with lots of explosions and still really enjoy it. Yeah. And you mentioned the letterbox app. Is that a, an app where you like put in something then and, and right. it you shows can pretty, what other you people can pretty are much with? just like um um log stuff. Like I put like, Oh, I rate this movie this and I watched it on this date and then you have like friends on there and you can see what they watch and you can make lists of your favorite this or that so didn't it go kind away? of see what they're watching no. as well and which is the one that went away this week oh filmstruck. yeah filmstruck filmstruck that's right because yeah. we were talking i was talking with uh jacob like, yeah and about um with the library with a metro library card you yeah can you get, get um, uh, canopy canopy and there's another hoopla Hoopla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's, you can watch. Yeah. yeah. And There's it's a great, quite a great few subscriptions of course, you can I, get through I, the Metro I, Library. I always, Solid I, plug. I always tell people, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, I can't find that anywhere. It's like, go to the Metro Library. Go to the library. They almost always have and everything. if they don't have it, everything. they'll get you for it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they, they got me my Rebecca Roanhorse, the It's a fantasy series dealing with um, Native American myths. And it's amazing. I want it to be a film so bad. But yeah. They'll buy it for you. I've actually, I've actually, yeah, there's a couple of films out there like, oh, well, I'd really like to get that. And so there's a place on the Metro mm-hmm. Library where you could go, oh, try to get this I title. I would like you to and purchase like, this. To, it doesn't take, it's not quick because they've got to purchase it and they got to get the money right. and they got to mm-hmm. get donations. Also. But like a couple of months later, it's like, we have this in for you now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Totally. Every single, everything I've recommended, they bought. Yeah. Unless it's out of print. It's the only, yeah. I've had a couple of them. I think I was. Movie-wise? Um, or books I think it's no I think it's actually just been like CDs if there's a if there's a if there's something that I want to listen to um, on then, CD on CD then they're like if it's not in print you know then yes yeah that kind of kills that for you then yeah. you go to half price books that's right and mm-hmm. I have actually found many things that have price books. Yes. There's, there's a definitely a trip. few that I'm still trying to find like out in the wild before I just lay down the money and buy it on eBay. Is, right. um, yes. The original Dawn of the Dead on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. which Hard is way out of print. And then Dead Alive, Peter Jackson's movie. Oh, Even yeah. on DVD, I'd be happy to find that in the wild. That's really, we never, in my years that I worked, and like we got to measure the market by. How was Dead Alive not out on I it was out on Blu-ray. Lionsgate put it out, but Lionsgate is really bad about keeping their stuff. In the oh, band. okay. Mm-hmm. That's he's, why. he's apparently doing a new 4K of it and um, Bad Taste and Meet the Feebles, some of his early movies. So oh, wow. eventually it'll come out, but Dawn of the Dead it will probably be not be out for a while. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead. 
Unless, well, actually what will happen is it, it'll take some kind of resurgence of that kind of genre and then someone will go, oh, you know what? We can make more money if we put this out on... Well, the, or the Peter Jackson will make um, a new movie. With Dawn of the Dead, uh, when uh, Romero died, it, the rights went to the producer and the producer just wants way too much money to put it out. Oh. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, eventually it'll change. Yeah. Eventually it'll come back out. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you now of course, granted, yeah, she could probably buy it on eBay. I got it on DVD. That's fine, but I'm, right. I'm, I got a 4K TV. I'd like it in Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. or in 4K. I yeah. See those flesh rips just right yeah. across. Well, did you see it? The, 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 the special is, effects is, were staggering. Is, I love maybe at the time. being able to watch things streaming. I love being able to watch things. You know, you know. But the truth is, there's nothing like watching something on the big screen. Oh yeah, and that's fortunately the, the the a good sized television now in 4K, you're getting that almost oh, yeah. theater Same experience effect. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, with me in movie theaters though, my my love for that is every time I go, it just keeps going down. Dude, Windsor Hills just, Cinema, it's it'll, just, it'll, it'll it might it might help with that. What Windsor Hills Cinema, the tiny little cinema that's up at um, Windsor Hills Meridian. Shopping Center. 23rd Meridian. It is a delight. What is it this? It is the, uh, um, it's, it's funny because. It's the B&B Cinemas at 23rd. I think it was on Red Dirt Report that I read an article. Lewis Fowler like was exclaiming the joys of that theater. And I was like, yes, that is a thing. Because that's where we see Star Wars. That's why we, where we try to see Star Wars when it, uh-huh. on opening weekend. What, what we is have, it called again? I'm sorry. Windsor. Uh, B&B is the is name that, of the B&B theaters. Cinemas. And it's uh, Windsor Hills. It's Windsor Hills Cinemas. It's Windsor 10. That's it's the other thing. It's school. not. It's not one of those. 500 screen no. theaters it's yeah. just 10 it's and it, it a, is a it late is a 80s is when it opened movie theater and is wonderful cool. and so it is still the old one. school now see here was the thing that i grew up with um there were uh there was the macarthur park cinema on 23rd macarthur there was uh westwood i think was the name of it also on 23rd macarthur where, there was where, where where where, did you, where how was that really close to you? Is no, I lived well. I lived up on sixty third and, and MacArthur, but See, I lived it was in that area. MacArthur. But you'd also go to there was one at um, the the where the Queen Anne Library, the Founders Tower. Mm. There was a cinema there. There was Con- Continental. There was the there was a May Theater. Um, mm-hmm. um, there was a May Theater on. T- t- the thing was, they were cinemas where there was like maybe four screens. There was one at, at most. French and that Market was, that Mall. That was huge. Yeah, yeah. The Boar, before um, it was the Boar's Head, that was a theater yeah. in French Market Mall. And, and so it was four screens. It, from French Market Mall. And mm-hmm. that was it, the Wedge, uh, the Westwood, or I think it was called, whatever it was, on 23rd, was one. One screen. That's where I saw Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings back in wow. 1970. Oh, it's so good. You saw Olympic screen? That's awesome. Saw Wizards there back in oh. the, the late 70s with my dad. So um but it was these huge, massive screens. Instead of doing what they do now, which is put a whole bunch of tiny screens in these big, yeah, huge, these you huge know, multiplexes, it was one massive Correct. screen. Mm-hmm. And you only got one chance to really see it because, you know, if you don't see it, it's not going to be on. This is before VHS. This is right. before, you know, you'd, you'd get it on the late, late TV show, you know, TV movie at some point in yeah. a few years yeah, yeah. right um, it's one of the reasons why people yeah, were so freaked out when they said well you people saw Star Wars like hundreds of times I'm like yeah because yeah, then you never, never got to see it again yeah. once exactly. at the theater yeah, yeah. this movie wasn't going to make so any money so why is you're not you're really appreciating going to see theaters because people are monsters what she said <laughs> It's, we were all thinking it. I just said it because it. it's, it's gross not. and it's expensive. And if I I'm want fine to, with expensive. I would even I pay watch, more but if, if I, I would hear, have a good crowd. Yeah, yes. if I want to hear like random dads 
running commentary yes. behind me the yeah. whole time. Go, oh. go, with, go at certain times. Go. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I try to go as early as possible. If it's a horror movie, I go at like four in the morning mm-hmm. so I don't have to deal with anybody. Yeah. Right. Like anytime. Um, like when I saw the press screening at Halloween, I was just like, this is why I don't go to the movie theaters. Like oh, people no. getting into almost fights yeah. because people won't shut up. And people are just jerks. So, That's why. I mean, and it's just like, I have a nice TV. I'm back into buying physical media. Like mm-hmm. if I'm not dying to see the movie, I'll just wait. I just wait. Yeah. yeah. And see, we, well, we'll go. And I, I've loved to go. I, for example, I'm huge into watching the Marvel movies. And mm-hmm. so we will go. Um, at, I like, I want to go see them opening weekend because otherwise I know I'll be spoiled by mm-hmm. Monday morning on, oh, yeah. on Twitter. So I Same. try to go, but I'll go. Like we'll go to like Tinseltown mm-hmm. or be in the Windsor's because uh, mm-hmm. there's very few people there yeah, at the very first Saturday morning showing or yes. Sunday morning showing, mm-hmm. and there's very few people there. It's enjoyable, of course. Yeah. If you if you can wait just a little bit, Tinseltown on Tuesdays. Oh, that's yeah. where I went saw Deadpool Love the, 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 the Tuesday after opening weekend. Yeah, and there were very we I went with um, Vinton and his yeah, wife, that's right. You and Vinton and we're like maybe. 10 people yeah, in the entire great. audience. Well, that's like we saw Star Wars opening weekend yeah, at, B- at B&B and it was us. Yeah, at the Windsor Hills. Like we and basically, was... and we brought all our fam and yeah. like, yeah, we basically had two rows in the back and that was it and it was yeah. Of course, course we'd already seen it. Yeah. 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 Even if it's a good crowd, like my anxiety of just mm-hmm. being like, okay, but when is somebody going to eventually ruin it? Right. So, I don't like so large can't groups really, of people in an enclosed really space. I'm with you. I don't like lots of people in one place. With doors that lock. <laughs> That's true. People course, just make me anxious. I always thought it was funny because recently I've I've discovered that my wife and I now go to theaters and we don't get any food or drink, drink mm-hmm. popcorn or anything like that. Like, when did we start thinking that in two hours we're going to die? I still <laughs> I still feel that <laughs> if way. We don't eat or drink. If anything. I don't have any caffeine in two hours, it's bad like things I, I see people walking in with these massive tubs of pop- popcorn and now they're selling like chicken nuggets and all this yeah. and sushi and stuff. And I'm like. Okay, it's only two hours. We're not going to start eating each other. It's part, <laughs> it's part of the experience. Movie for me, food me I want to go see the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. But yeah, <laughs> I just I mean, it's part of my experience. And, and it's it, expensive. Yeah, and it, I guess yeah. it matters on the movie you go see. True. But I remember I went to go see the second Sicario, and it was I oh, probably I made it 20 minutes in when I there was just like five like. 50-year-old people, and you think, you know, they're old enough to know how to behave, but, you know, they wouldn't be quiet. And every mm-hmm. time I talked to them, it was just like I didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And then the manager's retaliation is, oh, I'll just give you a free pass. Right? Like, so, like, no, so they, so, so they get punished. to stay in there and ruin it for everybody, but I'm trying to be quiet, and now and I, I have, have to come, come back. back to your bad theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and 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 to go on the opposite of that, I will go with the Tower Theater, where you've got like-minded people who enjoy watching movies. Um, I, every time I've gone there, <laughs> when so we, we went to go see um, Big Trouble in China when there. We did the whole and, film um, of the month. Yeah. It's just yeah. wonderful experience. Now, of course, you're not going to see any, you know, uh, first run mm-hmm. movies. That's okay. But it's great to be, and that's why I love Getting the idea. Getting to see a 4K the, remaster the, of one yeah. of my favorite movies. The it's Oklahoma Film it. Festival is that this is going to be like-minded people in the cinema with you, people mm-hmm. who enjoy cinema. And oh yeah, and, and know how to behave. In a oh yeah, you won't have to deal with that. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, recap. 
Can you find all the calendar? Can you find the calendar on the Facebook page? Is that where the oh yeah the uh, we have a flyer up there? We have um, individual days for every single venue, so okay. you'll have all that set. Awesome! And remind me, the first day is at the thirteenth. Is at the Paramount. Fourteenth mm-hmm. at the Paramount. The fifteenth is split between Art Space at two and then Twenty One C at seven. Cool. And Paramount's under new management. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know if that was was that what you I were saying. I think it's the same. That- I don't, I don't know. But but I, it's wonderful. I just I think it's wonderful that Paramount is being used for what it should be mm-hmm. used for in the first place. Because it's oh, yeah. the only one in the country that's still that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and like that's so actual film that's history special. right there. Like that is that was the screening room for Paramount movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all, all these places in Film Row, there 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 used they're to be magic. all they all had movies all they the were all screening rooms. Studios had screenings here because it was a central location for mm-hmm. the the country oh yeah and so there would be a screening here just like there would be for la or for new york yeah. mm-hmm. this this would be this the central location the south central u.s screening mm-hmm. that's how movie house owners decided what to get yeah mm-hmm. and it's just amazing that, that it's still that yeah that's the only screen Paramount's room the only that's one that's still left. used and and it's beautiful. I love it. That's where we saw star, a friend of ours, uh, oh. Josh Unruh, had uh, his 40th birthday. Podcaster Emeritus. And we watched Star Wars. Um, and uh, it'd been yeah, years it since I'd seen the original Star Wars. There was actually one person Wars. who'd never seen it. Wow. I spoiled it. That's right. I shouted out something and Josh is like, hey, she's never seen it. I'm like, what? Like, I was like, well, anyway. It was something about the droids. And it like, was. Oh, yeah, that's a spoiler. It was a delay. My friends got married in there. Yeah, see. My my two friends who work in film uh and met on a film set wow. got married in the Paramount. They walked down the aisle to the Mark Knopfler score from Princess Bride. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. They're pretty yes. adorable. <laughs> yeah. But um And so there's gonna be so not only will the uh the films have be able to see the films, but you'll be able to talk to the filmmakers as well. Right. That's All of gonna them? be amazing. I would assume so, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Probably most of them, unless, unless they're out or doing something, yeah. Yeah, unless they just run out of the building, I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. <gasps> I can't talk. I only make film. Yeah. Um, I can't answer questions. No, that's Jake awesome. Jacob will talk to anybody. Oh, <laughs> bless Jacob him. Burns, he'll talk to anybody. Yes. Um, and so this is uh, December uh, 13th, starting December 13th to the 15th. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love the idea that, talk to me about why... Uh, you think that people should come to this? If you were trying to talk to somebody, convince them, come to this, this is why. Support local filmmakers. It's for free. Um, They aren't in this for the money, so that's why it's free. They want people to see it. They want to talk to people that have experienced their film and what they think of it. And not only that, but the people that are actually watching it will be, maybe they'll want to make films and be able to talk to somebody like that and might give them the drive to make something. But mostly it's just about showcasing the type of filmmakers we have in Oklahoma and getting them a platform, you know, that they can actually showcase their film, get it more known, be able to make more movies and make the consciousness about film in Oklahoma start to rise. Yeah, and you can't see these films on, you can't stream them on Netflix. The only way to go do see these is to come out to uh, some of these film festivals to actually see them. Right, right, right. To this film festival. Mm-hmm. To see them. Yeah. And then, again, no tickets. It's free. Mm-hmm. Show up early so yep. you get your seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you if we're out of seats um, that first night at the Paramount, the second floor, we'll have a little networking event where you can talk to a bunch of film people. Um, Saturday at Artspace, we'll probably have about an hour after the screening if you'd like to mingle and whatnot before the um, you people screening at 21C and the award ceremony. But yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. You know what else I love about your fest is that you don't have to make a choice 
between seeing a panel mm. and oh, seeing yeah. a film. Like, yeah. I like that you're approaching this in, in such a way that you're all going to see the movie and then mm-hmm. we're all going to talk about it. Like, that yeah, yeah. is, because that's my joy. Like, the, the reason I go see films with people is to talk about it afterwards. Yeah, I can't, when I'm screening movies, um, I also screen movies um, on campus at OU. Like, mm-hmm. I can't watch it. Like, I'm too thinking about other people or if somebody was going to walk in like right. I'm there for the afterwards to talk to talk about it yeah. exactly and that's I love that you focused on that and didn't make it have to be a choice between seeing this director's panel or going and see this other director's mm-hmm. movie that you really want to see yeah yeah so thank you for that yeah I appreciate it like the, I like that that's one of the things too. I hate about fest I don't like making choices yeah, that's right. don't, don't I like me. planned activities where you tell me to show up do the thing. Don't make yeah, me yeah. decide. I want to go to all of it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's a delight. And you said you're 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 hoping to do something. What would you guys like to see for for next year? What would you guys like to see for a second year? Um, hopefully bigger venues, more sponsorship. Just continue to build it. Listen um, up, people. Yeah, mm-hmm. give this us is my money, list of needs. Please. Is there a place where do you have like a Patreon or like a merch store somewhere? Is there a place to contribute to your? The film societies. No, but hopes we are. And dreams? We just um, became a nonprofit. Oh, cool. Okay. So we're gonna start doing that more. Um, we also do um, our own podcast. It's oh, called. Yes, o- please. It's Oklahoma Film Society After Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with other members of the film society. Um, we talk. We usually have a double feature at one of the the members' houses, and then we'll talk about it, and then we'll just have another episode where we just have a topic. But our last one was um, Messiah of Evil and Let's Scare Jessica to Death. Nice. Which uh, Messiah of Evil was directed and written by Gloria Katz, who just died, but yeah. she also wrote on Star Wars and American mm-hmm. Graffiti. Wow. So, yeah, we just... We, sometimes horror, sometimes not. Our next one... We already watched it. We just need to record it. Is uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind in the Gong Show movie? The Gong so Show movie. Yes. Good. Yeah, that's good such movie. a good pairing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Sam Rockwell. He's another one. You just that gets me in the door. Sam Rockwell rocks. He is amazing. Yes. Um. So cool. And it's OKC. It's is it Oklahoma OKC Film, Film Festival? Or Oklahoma Film. The Oklahoma what I'm Film looking Fest. for it online. Okay, Oklahoma Film, Film Fest. Fest. It's the Oklahoma Film Society After Dark, and they can find that like on. Oh, that's uh, on iTunes and it's on Podbean. So there if you go. want to download it, it's on Podbean. If you awesome. want to stream it, it's on iTunes. Cool. Yeah, we love hearing about other podcasts yeah. because I mean, the more we can all get together and it's, uh, it's, it's fun. the less it's time fun. we'll it's, have. It's the best part of it is it's we set it up just like the conversations we have. We don't try to have yeah. any type of voices That's or right. say things that we should say or anything like that. It just feels like a conversation. Mm-hmm. And those right. are my favorite type of podcasts where it's just like, I don't know these people, but I feel like I know these people. So. Right. Same. I like it. Yeah. Same. That's that's like our, if that's I wasn't drawing. on it, I'd be listening to it. Mm-hmm. It's because you're sitting. There, it's not like you're sitting there on the sofa with them. You're yeah, talk, just talking about film, talking about something you everyone enjoys. Oh uh, yeah, which is again the reason for going to the film festival in the first place. Yeah, yeah. we had a great episode about physical media right after Filmstruck decided that they were going to stop, and we we're just talking about that and just like. Is physical media going to have a resurgence? What's right. going to be going with all this streaming stuff? Is it eventually going to hit a tipping point? Like, what's going on with that? And it was just a really great conversation we had. 
And like, like I said, like that was the episode that I was like, if I would have heard this anywhere else, I'd be telling everybody else to listen mm-hmm. to it just because I think my friends are so knowledgeable and so fun to talk to. All right. And it might make a resurgence just because, uh, for example, everyone always, always said that albums were going to be dead. Yeah. No one would ever buy albums. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, you can go buy albums. People yeah. buy records now yeah. again. So it's just, it, it's all great. comes and goes. So yeah. I think the physical um, media, everyone's, it's cool to be able to stream something immediately, but it's also very cool to still own the actual thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be the thing of... Um, like people were cord cutting like five years that five years ago that became a huge thing to be able to just stop having cable but now it's starting to be like oh there's ten dollars here ten dollars here twenty dollars here ten dollars here and then it's going to be to the point where you can only watch disney movies on their streaming service oh my gosh. and then warner brothers at the Preach. end of 2019 they're going to have their own streaming CBS services yeah. done that too yeah, yeah so one thing it's going to bring back is piracy but hopefully it brings back physical media mm-hmm. like that would be cool no that'd be great because i'm, I'm yeah sick of that yeah there's a lot of i've already given up a couple of because i did that i cut the cord and it was great yeah um i do i do the streaming cable thing yeah um and that's fine um but for the most part yeah i'm not gonna pay i, I i'm a star trek fan huge massive and star that's trek only fan. on the cbs I've access never seen right Dis- i've seen like three or four episodes of discovery only because my friend uh uh caleb haldane um could, 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 could record it off of netflix gotcha. and uh so he let me see a couple of them and they were wonderful but i'm not paying cbs and and that's the thing with with streaming like once i got really nice tv and whatnot that's when you start to discover it's just like these is not doesn't look as good as right you do start to notice the quality yeah like so once that came Mm -hmm. like i eventually got back into physical media those are the people that care about blu-ray yeah, stuff like that because so, it does. Yeah, like my friend Patrick, who's also in the film society and he's on the podcast. Like he's probably been putting physical media like on the map right now because he's been putting so much money in it. So, <laughs> yeah, when so. you do get a nice television, that you know, and then that also just makes you just want sexy. to you know be a recluse and not leave the house and go to a movie theater, and that's fine. It's just, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's accurate too. So. So how all can we follow you guys on social? I know Facebook. You said um, for the for the Oklahoma for Film okay, Society. Okay, Film Film Society. Um, I believe it is Oklahoma Oklahoma Film Film Society. So OKLA oh, Film that, Society on Twitter, Twitter and Facebook. Yes, good deal. And do you guys have an Instagram? Uh, yeah, I do believe it's the same thing as well. Cool. And what about you? Do people, how can people find? Do you want people to find you? On the <laughs> you want, sure. Um, Kevin Tudor. I always work, feel like where, that's where like a find Kevin Tudor it's like on the web. Intrusive. Yeah. Yes, it is. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, if you want to tell me, I'm stupid. Ask you online, weird horror movie questions. Um, it's Kev Tudor on Instagram and it, Twitter. Is it Tudor spelled like T U D O R? Like the Tudor. Tudor. Oh, like the royal family. Yeah. Yes. Except I'm broke, so I would like that money. Right. Yeah. It just <laughs> if, if you I were want money for the tower with my name on it. Elizabeth, it'd be kind of nice to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Devin Energy. Where's my money? So, yeah, you are spell left. Like, I had the name first. <laughs> you should sue them. Funny enough, my brother's name is Mitchell. Devin Energy bought Mitchell Energy back when we were kids. My parents saved the headline. Devin Mitchell. Devin buys Mitchell Devin buys for Mitchell. like three million dollars. Yeah, that's fantastic. Cool. And then, uh, yeah. So, um, what time does it kick off on the thirteenth? Seven PM the doors open. Seven thirty is the first. Sweet. It's Kyle Roberts short and then um, Mickey Reese's movie after nice. that. Nice. That's gonna be so much fun. Gonna be so fun. I've yep. got a lot of people as soon as this article came out, uh, when I shared out on Twitter and, and Facebook and people were like, This is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's what people have been waiting for. And plus 
Let me tell you, uh, sometimes you just get sick of all the stuff going off the mall with the Christmas stuff, and just, you want to get, a, get other people <laughs> that and, was and me, think like about other things. You yeah, know? and if you're also sick of Christmas stuff, just come watch Black Christmas with us yes. on Tuesday because it is amazing. Yeah, come watch Black Christmas, Yeah, you period. guys do that every Tuesday, right? Is that... Not every Tuesday, every first Tuesday first of the Tuesday. month. First mm-hmm. Tuesday, yes. But yeah, Black Christmas is not to be missed, and getting to see Black Christmas on the big screen... What one of the best endings ever. I can't imagine. Just like, yeah, everything's hopeless. And so it's Merry Christmas. Right. So it's in two bleak days, out there, are, kids. You're yes. airing that over the Paramount. Yes. Black, Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. Go see that, and that'll just kind of whet your appetite. Put you in the holiday for the spirit. Oklahoma films. <laughs> I, I could sit here for two hours and just ramble about Black Christmas. Right, it's fantastic. Right, we could double down and be like those. That and Die Hard are the two best Christmas movies of all time. You, you, mm-hmm. And Nightmare oh. Before Christmas. <laughs> Mine would, mine, hate, mine you would know be, how I feel about Tim Burton. You know oh, I hate I hate him. him. Tim Burton is not good. But, He's a hack. Yeah, but I would, it's called mm, Edward Gorey. Let's see. Um, I would say I don't really have like me and my girlfriend made a list of like Christmas movies that we need to watch, and I was just like, "There's not many good Christmas movies." Die Hard. Well, she's not gonna watch Die Hard. Why? As much as I try to proper, I'm like, I know you don't like action movies, but she's like this is out. the action. It is the action. It it changed. I was like either that or Lethal Weapon. Oh, it changed no, the history. No, no, no. Of the, film. the best Christmas movie you should be watching, Gremlins. She has Gremlins not seen it. I'm trying to make her see it. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Gremlins is fantastic. People don't think yes. about it. It's a Christmas movie. People don't think it. people didn't for a long time. Now people are accepting well, it was that a Die Hard. It came out in Christmas. I know it's it a Christmas designed movie. Designed to be a Christmas movie. There yeah. was another one that anyway. There was a but there was another Christmas movie that I Scrooged. There's a good it's one. Great movie. Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Bill Murray. Forever. Just, yeah. Forever. Exactly. Oh, okay. So forever. <laughs> Kevin, thank you so very much. No problem. Have you um, check that out? Thanks for bringing holiday great. cheer to our table. Yay. Go ahead. You're gonna um, also, I'm going to be on KOCO on Wednesday promoting the Film Fest. So proud. Thank you. What, My first uh, time you on know, TV. Right? Yay. It's a big deal. And I believe Alex will be there as well. So awesome. So both KOCO. Both the co-founders on there. Are you going to be on the, do you know? No idea. I'm okay. being interviewed in the morning. Watch KOCO all day. I would assume yes. five. Some point you're going to be on there. That's Probably. great. Hopefully for the film fest and not for anything else. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just toe the line until then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hope you're on the news for a good reason mm-hmm. and not your mugshot. So. Yes. Right. <laughs> he was always so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Kevin. Thank you very much. No and, problem. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing that uh, coming up in just a couple weeks. That's yep, gonna be yep. awesome. That's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new home with our podcast friends at MostlyHarmless.media. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Devin, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can't. No. Uh, you can find me on the Twitterverse. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm pretty much ghosting. It's <laughs> at Wubba. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. That's right. Nikki couldn't be here with us today, but you can find her at Retro Robinson. She also runs the Facebook page. And be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Kevin Tudor, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. And reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Geek on.